Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. And the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. We understand the league's position as well, so we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because uh, he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. That's Raiders coach John Gruden talking about Antonio Brown. Wears a style of helmet that you can no longer wear in the NFL. And PK, wide receivers can really can be quite the divas. Here's another example. Yeah, I really don't care about this if it's not on the field. I'm an NFL football fan. I'm not a helmet fan. I'm not a labor fan. I'm not a Sox fan. So I'm not your guy to discuss this. Tom Brady told WEEI in Boston, don't read into the selling of his Massachusetts home. You shouldn't read anything into it. I think it takes a long time to sell a house. My house is a little bit of an expensive one, so it doesn't fly off the shelf in a couple of weeks. Everyone wondering if this is a hint that he's getting ready to retire, that this is it. Now, I only sold one house in my lifetime. I'm not a major real estate uh, holder, and it was a fly off the shelf. How quick did you sell it? Oh, geez, like a week. And we didn't have a place to stay. We were panicked. But fortunately, the guy was buying it as an investment, so we rented it back until we could find ourselves another house, the house that we are currently in. It all worked out. It did, yeah. And here we are, 22 years later in this house, with our neighbors who've been there the whole time, celebrating today Todd Templeton's 50th birthday. So, happy birthday, 50. Number 50 to Todd. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Alabama coach Nick Saban says he's in favor of Power 5 programs playing at least 10 games a season against Power 5 foes and or Notre Dame. He pointed out that when he was in the NFL, they played all 16 games against NFL teams. I yeah. read that. I well, didn't he got s- sucked. He, I, he sucked, though. He got fired, right? Uh, no, he quit. But. He, he was, yeah, one step ahead of the posse chasing him out of town. Uh, I don't know when he said that. If he's, like, trying to be funny, I thought that was mildly humorous, at least for Nick, anyway. Uh, he says, let's play at least 10 Power 5 games. We'd be better for the players, better for the fans. I think you wouldn't have to worry that if you lost a game, you wouldn't have as much of a chance to still be in the playoff. They talk about strength of the schedule now, but how do you really evaluate that? Well, they're not really evaluating that. They're picking the team with zero, the teams with zero and one loss. They're not? They don't evaluate strength of schedule? Yeah, sometimes they need it for a tiebreaker between teams with one loss. If you huh. have two, you're out. If you have zero, you're in. If you have one, well, we'll count them up and see if we can squeeze them all in. Well, they're not exclusively evaluating strength of schedule, but it's included in the process, I thought. Florida Gators defensive back John Huggins has been dismissed from the football program after having missed fall camp due to what Dan Mullen called a family issue. In a police report released last week, a 19-year-old Florida student accused Huggins of choking her during a tutoring session. After Huggins became upset because the tutor took his phone in hopes of ensuring he would stay for the entire season, the report said. Or entire session, the report said. The woman previously had been uncomfortable because Huggins pulled her hair in another session. 
Florida going to be back in the headlines again for all kinds of off-the-field stuff that we don't really want to talk about, but you got to talk about it costs some players, and you're supposed to be behaving better than this if all of this actually went down. I don't know. Man. Shades of Urban, Urban Meyer's time at Florida. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Obviously, there was a decision made, and there was some confusion with this new process, and uh, I made decisions that uh, have, have caused an outcome that, that none of us like. And I just want everyone to know that my, my intent was never to do something wrong. You know, I was trying to do the right things. I was trying to do things the right way. I was going through this new process in the way I thought you were supposed to go through it. And when I met with the coaching staff and we found out that there were missteps, we went back and tried to correct everything. There's Yoli Childs trying to explain how he got suspended for nine games by the NCAA, which PK seems like it seems like a huge penalty. Well, it dooms their chances to get the NCAA tournament. Assuming Gonzaga wins the conference tournament, which they did not last year, but most of the time they do, BYU is in a position of having to acquire an at-large berth. And they haven't been able to do that now for a number of years. And with him missing nine games, that's essentially, not entirely, because I haven't seen the schedule yet, but that's the bulk, the overwhelming majority of the non-conference season he's their best player you think that would have a negative impact on their ability to win games that's one thing the second thing is it just impacts the kid greatly i mean nine games is just way 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 too many it makes no sense to me it was a coaching change things were going on he did stuff he repaid everything and this is what we come up with i mean it just doesn't pay to tell the truth go ahead and lie and just then they then they go away. I, I've been told Sean Miller will never get caught because they don't have direct evidence, and he's saying no. And as long as he continues to say no, he's going to get these one and done recruits, and they'll go out and they won't win the title this year, and everybody will get what they want. And Sean will make more money, and those players will go on to the NBA. So it's not really that big of a deal as far as the team, but the punishment is not there and then some assistant he's gone and and there's other the North Carolina thing we've heard the others and here this kid coming clean nine games just seems way way outrageous to me it just seems common sense that there wasn't much of an advantage to be gained here he wasn't looking for perks and freebies and all that it just seems like they're taking a hammer to an anthill Unless it was the same coaching staff, which it was not. It was a complete and total overhaul. No one has been retained from that staff. It was completely separation and a new staff coming in. And things changed from the time he made the decision to the time he made his other decision and decided to return. I don't like it. We'll have Tim McComb on here to bash the NCAA. I think it's always easy to bash the NCAA because you're not bashing anybody local. You're not bashing anybody by name. So you come off as a tough guy. I hear a lot of radio folks just bashing the NCAA because it's an easy target. I get it. Because there's no repercussions. You can bash them. And Wilbon, he bashes things that they're not individual. Most of the time he agrees with everybody. Uh, Uh, Nonetheless, (laughs) this still seems like a huge overreach and the NCAA needs to be bashed. I agree. I, I just don't get it. Now, if you want to give, give him a couple games and have him run around the Marriott Center three times and write on the board, I'll never do this again. But you won't because he's a senior, so 
Next time he'll be out get an agent looking for a job, NBA or wherever. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 2-2. Swing a high fly ball. Deep right field. This is going to go. Rio Ruiz hits a walk-off home run out of the flag court. And the Orioles win 8-7. Notable for multiple reasons, PK. One, the Orioles are just having an awful year. They have the worst record in all of, uh, well, except for Detroit. Detroit's worst. Second worst record in all of Major League Baseball. And they beat the Astros, who are battling the Yankees for the best record in the American League and possibly the Dodgers for the best record in all of baseball. And they get this walk-off, and it was the biggest upset on the Las Vegas odds book in Major League Baseball in 15 years. And in dramatic style. Bottom feeder beating Big Dog. It's baseball. The best teams in the league lose 60 games. The Dodgers, who've only lost 41, pick up another win. They beat the Diamondbacks 9-3. Justin Turner homers twice. So they keep it rolling. The Yankees keep it rolling on a day where there were three games that ended one to nothing. The Yankees, who've been bashing their way to a bunch of wins this year, actually went a low-scoring pitchers deal. They beat Toronto one zip. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, Tanaka just got hammered in Boston. Now he's pitching a shutout. It's baseball. Looking for a good race? Look to the Central Divisions, especially the American League Central, where Cleveland and Indian are. Uh, Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians and the Minnesota Twins are tied after Cleveland won 7-3. I'm not looking for a good race. I don't see race. It's just one of the characteristics about me. I just don't see race. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL got a good road win at Sporting Kansas City Saturday. Corey Baird scored twice, and then Sunday night they fired Mike Pecky at the end of his three-week suspension. Freddie Juarez, who's been the acting head coach during the suspension, is going to coach the team for the rest of the season. Pecky is out. Surprised by this, PK? I don't follow it like you do. I throw that right back at you. And what do you think of it? You're the expert, not me. Well, I think it goes back to a couple things. One, you didn't like the anger management stuff, which was part of his penalty, that that was weak and that that wasn't going to work. And I think that normally in this situation, you would think he would be fired instead of suspended. But I think they really liked him and they didn't want to fire him. And there were people who wanted him fired, but I think the owner, Deloy Hansen, didn't. I think there's a lot of pressure from the league office and from around the league, from RSL fans and probably from RSL sponsors too. And so there's this whole turmoil, but at the end of the day, Deloitte liked him. So I think tried to throw the kitchen sink at him. But I think bringing him back and the press availability of what is that going to look like and sound like and is it going to reignite him, he finally decided, yeah, we do have to make a change here. Okay. So the thing that I didn't get is after further deliberations and a series of constructive discussions internally and with various members of our community, you're letting the community decide what to do? They have a say? Apparently, yes. I think I read that as the feedback they've been getting from fans. If you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. Isn't that the line? (laughs) That is the line. That line is not a new line. Right. It's not something you can line. It's the line. Right. So I was, I was baffled by that. Listening to members of the community. And if you think it's the right thing to do, do it. If you think it's the right thing to do to retain him, retain him. 
I haven't spoken to Deloitte about this. I think he thinks it is the right thing to let him do, but I think he just didn't want to do it because he likes Mike. But I think the thought of you give, like him another, you give him another chance, <laughs> you give him another chance. Well, this is the third July in a row he's been suspended. Is there going to be a fourth one? Is it well, really going to change? Year. Right. Well, they don't want to go through it next year. Yeah, but August is here. We're in August now. We can kick that's, butt in August. Well, there's some truth I mean, to they that. got a ball game that at probably, the Into coming up, right? That probably carried some weight for a while. I never understood why we call it the riot and we leave out I-N-T-O. I'm going to call it the Into. That's you going the other way. We got a game at the Into. Wednesday and night, If you've Seattle. been through a riot, you don't take that lightly. You people around here have never been through a riot. So... Sucks for the guy for it to get his temper under control, but at the same time, did he do anything different here that he hasn't done elsewhere? Well, the Spanish word he used, they've been trying to stop the use of that in stadiums for a while, mm-hmm. and now it's escalating to the point where you know people get kicked out, people can be banned. And so how can you be banning fans if this guy used it right here and he just gets a suspension? Yeah, well, see, once we get into words, some people can use some words. Other people can use other words. I mean, Kobe Bryant said it. Where was this outrage? What suspension? What termination did he get when he used a homophobic slur? So it depends on who says it also, not just if it's said. And I don't know the answer to this, but I could take an educated guess. I think the fact, although maybe he would have been just, maybe he would have just been let go for what happened on the field, but it continued on in the tunnel afterwards, and he apparently wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's I got like, it. okay, we get that in the heat of the moment you get fired up, but and that's bad enough, and it might have been enough to, to let him go. Sure, but I the fact that. that it continued after what should have been a cooling off period, and there was no cooling off. That's another thing that goes into the decision. I get all that, yeah. yeah. I, I don't necessarily it's have any problem with all say, that. But I think it's also what you say and when you say it and how you say it. And he said it angrily, and he said it repeatedly, and then there was more in the tunnel afterwards. And it's the third year in a row there's been something with officials and the league office and the suspension. And it just, uh, which of the yeah. straw broke the camel's back? I can't tell you, but he's out, and now Freddie Juarez is in. At least for now. And, and you talk about it's, it's bad for him. It's bad for his family. Sure. And then, you know, how is it going to be for the assistants? You know, how well is it going to go with Freddie? I mean, we've seen interim coaches get the job when it wasn't expected or talked about. The team responds. And maybe it will, but, you know, maybe this is going to impact a lot of assistants and staff down the road, too. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's the nature of the it game. It is the though. nature of the so, game. I mean, if you get into professional and sports. It's, it's funny. One of the guys who could be impacted by that was talking about that very thing about it was it might have even been uh, the week before the Tigris game little did he know he was foreshadowing his own life yeah I mean, things that happen in this in pro sports and even college now which is being professionalized there's so much money right it's you understand if you're looking for stability and you get into coaching <laughs> that's a you problem yeah it sucks to have to move and whatnot I get all that you got a family but that's the business they chose. Godfather. Well, they did choose it. Yeah. You're probably going to have to move around. If you don't, count your blessings. RSL back at it Wednesday night. Seattle's here and RSL with a chance to pass the Sounders. There's now six teams separated by three points. They're really all That's bunched it. up. And this is this is a pennant stretch right now. DJ and PK. Golf. 
Patrick Reed is back, baby. What a charge on Sunday. Ends a 16-month stretch without a win. Gets it done on the back nine. The Northern Trust, first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. 125 guys getting cut down to 70. Tony Finau finished tied for 30 at the 6-under, so he advanced to the BMW Championships for this coming weekend. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, he made a bunch of clutch putts. John Rahm collapsed, basically. And then anytime you have the New York skyline right behind you, it makes for a good visual. All the big names are there, but it doesn't have the tradition of the majors. No. How'd you stop? I mean, it's the first year of the new schedule. They've been doing the playoffs for a while, but they've been overshadowed by football. Now they're kind of out there on their own. And so I have to see if we get some drama and build some tradition I, with this. I don't know that it's a golf is always going to be a niche, so I don't know what's ever going to. The, just the thing about golf is that they're not a bunch of you know what's in your face like soccer is and telling you that it's the greatest thing ever and you don't understand it. Golf is golf. If you like it, great. If you don't, so I don't know how much juice it's going to be. But if you're into golf, you watched it and you saw Reed make a bunch of clutch putts. And you saw the Jersey City, where my grandmother lived. It's right across the street, across the water from New York. And it looked cool. I think that those people who are into it, they liked it. Those who aren't, you're not going to get a buzz from it. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, as PK said... We're going to talk a little basketball. Tim LaCombe, former Cougar assistant coach, is going to join us coming up in about 10 minutes. And the USC football team got some early season games with the Utes and Cougars. We're going to talk with Ryan Abraham from uscfootball.com. He's coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.